Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Mega Pickles. I'm your host, Chris, along with my dear friend, Canada Explorer of Light, amazing human being, just all around good guy, Bruce Dorn. Hey, hey, Chris. You know, uh, uh, I, I decided I no longer identify as a pickle. Now I identify as a good egg. You know, a good egg, a good nice. egg. Nice. Yeah, a good egg. Not not one well, of those ones that's you know turned, that stayed in the crisper drawer for way too long, uh, and and just this side of one of those two thousand year old uh, Chinese delicacy duck eggs. You know, <laughs> I I started thinking of a, a rotten egg. Um, you uh-huh. know how those start to stink and then yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and you, yeah. But I I'm also begin beginning to identify as an olive. Oh, because they're stuffed. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, you guys, we're, on. we're talking, this is the last time that we did a, an episode on photography etiquette. It kind of went over really, really well. And we got a lot of feedback from that one. So we're actually going to do photography etiquette part two. And that's what this episode is all about. Bruce, take us, take us away. Yeah, you know, um, it, it, we sort of approached that topic with broad strokes, and uh, it did uh, trigger quite a few people coming back uh, with questions and responses because it, it is a complicated subject. You know, there's there's all areas to discuss, but I think maybe today we talk about uh, working relationships where photographers are uh, joining to joining forces or someone you, you you've. Uh, I look sought out an opportunity to assist so you can learn, you know, and, and that is a, a relationship that's evolved quite a bit over the years, you know, back when I was first, uh, well, in midpoint to the career, I was self-taught to a great degree. I've got some university training. I never really assisted. I went straight from being, uh, somebody who was interested in photography to getting the opportunities to be a shooter. And I managed to not screw that up. So I, but, but assisting is, is a great way to learn the stuff that you can't uh, learn in a, a college program necessarily, or that you can't get uh, from in, in these days, internet experts, you know, one of the, one of the greatest sources yep. for misinformation is other photographers on the internet or other people who claim to be photographers but are definitely on the internet. Uh, you know, that's we, right. We've had theoretical some, photographers. Yeah. We, you know, and, and the whole bandwagon thing. So, um, you know, I have had assistants, uh, uh, oh, many assistants over the year, but I think the very first assistant I had was when I was working in, uh, right out of college, I had some opportunities to work in Manhattan. I ended up in a astonishingly ended up in a 4,000 square foot penthouse loft on fifth Avenue, uh, hosting, uh, you know, a rehearsal, uh, studio in the back. There was a, I shared the loft with a, uh, <laughs> glam rock band and, uh, worked up in the front, but I had a young fellow that I met through one of the camera stores who was looking for some, uh, dark room time. And I had a very nice dark room and he was willing to be a grunt to be an assistant in exchange for the, uh, uh use of the dark room after hours. And, and it was a really good relationship. Um, until he started uh, in the middle of a shoot with a client, he started, something came out of his mouth, probably involuntarily, where it was like, well, I wouldn't do it that way. One of those kinds of things. And it was just like, you know, slamming on the brakes. Um, nobody 
took him seriously at that particular moment, but I've seen that kind of thing where you lose a little bit of control of the the shoot and the process. And the next thing you know, everybody has an opinion and they didn't hire an army. They hired a general, you know? So I think my mistake in that moment, Chris was to not adequately establish boundaries. And I, I think that is a truism that holds to this day. You know, if you're going to work with someone and they don't give you, you know, you let's say somebody wants to shadow you at a wedding and learn a little bit about it and maybe do some second shooting. And I know you would have, I'm sure, a procedure for this where you maybe let them pick up some photojournalistic type shots or make them set up lights or do something, but you're not going to hand over important parts of the wedding or the event to them to do exclusively because, frankly, you just don't know if they're going to choke, if they're going to come through with it, if the quality of work is going to be to your level. But I would say if you were someone seeking knowledge, if you're looking for a mentor or somebody to give you an opportunity to uh, work with them and learn from them, ask. I mean, that would be the coolest thing that anybody could possibly do is go, I I would love to learn some things here. I'm not here to uh, be an obstacle. I'm not here to uh, foist off my opinion. Please tell me how you would like this relationship to go. What's good? What's not good? And, uh, you know, as, as the photographer that is potentially bringing someone in and you know, me, I, I love to mentor people and I'm willing to take on a lot of risk, uh, with people who have maybe no experience at all, but what I perceive to be good potential. I try to train them in the process just as a matter of course, you know, that, uh, you, you are courteous. You, you don't get underfoot. You don't open, never miss an opportunity to keep your mouth shut. We can talk about it later. You know, we can talk about it later. Just stockpile those questions. Don't interrupt my flow uh, in order to ask a question about an F stop or why the light on the background is positioned in the position it is. All that stuff can happen later. What you really want to do, I think, is be a voice actuated light stand, you know, um, right. some, uh, a, 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 uh, lens retrieval uh, module, you a know, meat based light stand based, is what yeah. I think you Carbon said based, Yeah. Meat, <laughs> meat made light stand. Um, how, how about you? Do you, you know, it, I, I'm sure it, we all have for, different techniques for it. Yeah. What you're describing to me, Bruce is, is just don't be self-serving. You're, you're in a guest role. You're, you're in an invitation role, if you yeah. will. Yeah. And in that kind of role, and I'll, I'll, you know, the real world example is this, you know, a couple of years ago, you invited me down to uh, Prescott for a, a workshop to help out. Mm-hmm. Not, I wasn't there as an instructor. I wasn't there as a subject matter as, expert. I was there uh, as, as a helper, not as, oh, hey, I'm Chris, I'm the photographer, blah, 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 blah. No, not that at all. And you need to recognize, you know, for me, it's important to recognize that. What can I do to help you? Right. And I, I'd sent you a text. Where, where do you want me? What do you want me to do when we meet there? You know, you have your contacts there from the camera store to the talent, everything. You're the instructor. I'm not there to take that place. Okay. I'm there to hold on to your two to 400 sitting down, you know, a mile away from one of the shots and help people 
use that lens if they're so inclined to go over there and get that kind of shot. But other than that, it, it wasn't my place to, to ever be an instructor or say, oh, hey, here's my Instagram, hit me up, you know, and, and I'll help you out. No, that's, that's not it at all. Um, it's an extension of, of, uh, some, some smart, uh, social behaviors, uh, in in your day-to-day life. You know, if if you really want to have a conversation, don't use the time when the other person is talking to formulate your next speech and, um, Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and just, you miss so much, you know, waiting for your turn to talk and, and trying to conjure up something pithy and, and, uh, uh, witty and, 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 and a good illustration of your, uh, burgeoning knowledge. No, sh- shut the hell up, listen, learn something and, and, and store that away. You know, um, it, 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 it it's great for any kind of relationship and in a professional relationship where, it is definitely an auteur type of thing. You know, uh, good photography yeah. is not photography by committee. They hired you for your perspective. If I'm standing nearby, I do my best to keep my mouth shut, except when there's something funny that I could interject that won't ruin the <laughs> flow, hopefully. But um I think yeah. that's what I, I think that's what makes our retreats and not to be a selfish plug here, but it's one of the things that I love so much about our retreats is the way you and I play off of each other. We're not, it, you know, it's just I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I, I you know, it, it's a bad day if I, I'm I'm 71, but I still uh, <laughs> set out in the morning to learn something new every day. You know, and uh, that's not every day works out that way. But, uh, you know, the first time we met and started messing around together, I knew right away I liked you as a person and I admired your work. And I've, and, and from there on, that, that's plenty. That's plenty. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've been uh, fascinated to see your approach to things, how you problem solve and all that. Very important things to be able to share. Um, the students that take the best advantage of working with you and working with me are paying attention to the non-obvious stuff. Yeah. You know, it's the non-obvious stuff because you could give either one of us a point and shoot or a phone and we're going to turn out something pretty good with it. With the bigger stuff, we're going to turn out something different looking, not necessarily better because it's, it's the, uh, it's the brain behind the, the, the device. That yeah. really creates the imagery and, and now, the heart and the soul and all that. You know. Now let's talk about maybe some hard and fast rules that that an amateur might not know, and and those are. And I know we touched it on the last episode that we did about etiquette. Uh, you know, from a commercial shooting perspective, if you go out there, if you're an assistant, or even if you're the photographer, if you got into that role, you don't ever share the images. Do not ever share oh, those no. images until your client shares them first. Oh, yeah. Now, no, if now you show, as far if you're as second shooting, like second shooting, and you start pumping yeah. out your images, bad form. Really, yeah. really bad and form. I, I, To me, Bruce, that is not something that even needs to be communicated. Uh, I, I think that is pure common sense. But, hey, look, that's why we're here talking about this photography etiquette. If you're a second shooter on a wedding, 
your images don't do not go up. Even your behind the scenes stuff oh, doesn't no. go up without primary shooters approval. Oh yeah, you have no idea what the dialogue behind the scenes might yep. be. It could be that a much hated sister in law that you know is never going to uh, make the album or the proofs just happened to be a flamboyantly good looking person who danced wildly and provocatively, and you shot a shit ton of that person and you put them up on the web. Uh huh. Bad. Very could be very bad. So just assume that you you don't know everything and. Don't make any moves until you talk to the principal. You know, you always have to work. I had starting off, you're talking about common sense. I think, I think it's probably from the feedback we're hearing, maybe the common sense is not that common. And perhaps we put together like a 10 commandments of etiquette and put it on on the uh, page underneath the, uh, uh, this, this particular episode. You know, I've got the okay. Ten Commandments of Lighting that I'd like to stick in there sometime when it's appropriate. Bruce's Ooh, Ten yeah, Commandments yeah. of Lighting, but Love I think uh, we, you know, we we talk often about making uh, a functioning as uh, a cooperative group as an industry mm-hmm. that we're mm-hmm. not cutthroat and at each other constantly. Uh, rising tide can raise all ships, you know. So um, let's do that. Let's put together some some thoughts on that and stick absolutely down below this. And so you can just look down the page and see that right now. As a, by way of example, my assistant came with me on a big shoot that I had for, for one of my big clients. And one of the first things that I told her, even before we had driven out of the driveway is nothing goes up. Even if you take behind the scenes, absolutely nothing goes up until the magazine publishes. Yeah. And, and, and while I think that it's common sense, like, we just said it may not be so let me be explicit about what my expectations are and yeah. what the boundaries are yeah and and again i'll go back to it that mentioned it earlier it, it it the principal has lots on their mind lots to do lots going on and they're assuming that you are what you purport yourself to be but uh if, if i was coming in to help somebody i would always uh ask you know, tell, tell me what's going to annoy the hell out of you, where, where the boundaries are, how, how can I be of assistance yep. and what, yep. where, where am I overstepping? It's that simple. You know, you're going to say, and, and just both sides of it, this works for me. This doesn't work for me, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then nobody's feelings get hurt. And if somebody oversteps at that point, they're out of, they're, they're out of the picture. They're, they burned the, that bridge forever. I, I give people all the rope in the world, but once they use it to tie me up and screw me up in some way, then it's, it's, it's over at that yeah. point. You know, I've had other photographers, Bruce, and I don't know if this has happened to you, but I've had other photographers go down the list of people that I shoot with, and then they've hit them up to shoot with them too. And it's not, as it turns out, if you look at my page, I have a very small group of people that that I photograph I, I honestly do while I go out on assignment and you know photograph uh, other ranches and people like that the the core of my work really centers probably around 10 people maybe not even 10 uh-huh but that being said uh you know well established you know we're talking three years ago this photographer went down and I started hearing from the people that I shoot with hey this person was hitting me up to shoot, you know, should I shoot with them? And I thought that was very unprofessional, you know, that if you see that 
what and you know that that I'm shooting with this person primarily the the common courtesy the common respect would be hey do you mind if I hit hit up this person or even if that person had reached out to the photographer you know I've done that myself mm-hmm. where <clears throat> I've had somebody reach out to me and say hey I'd love for you to come out and take some pictures of me but I see that they've been photographed extensively by another photographer. Yeah. In fact, I'm I'm shooting one here soon. And I said, I don't want to step on any toes. And, mm-hmm. and I talked to this photographer directly. I said, I don't want to step on your toes. They asked me to come photograph them. Uh, you know, it, it's a, I, I don't want to step on toes. And so, and they're yeah, like, no, it, no, that's totally fine. You know, I really appreciate the respect. But I will say, if you are somebody that's approached on something like that, and and you've got a particular person who is your your muse du jour, you know, <laughs> you, you know the 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 inspiring subject of the moment, and maybe that moment's a long term moment. Um, you you know, I I just I would just try not to do it because you're going to confuse your work with the other person. You know, professional models, somebody like that, obviously uh, work yeah, with somebody yeah. different every every two days. And if you can't make your work look unique, uh, then then you got a problem. But the 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 whole idea of uh, you know just poaching somebody else's contact list and go to yep. people. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just not cool. Just, just don't do it. Uh, if you're so good at this, go find that person and establish a similar relationship. I, uh, another thing that I had happen that was just infuriating, um, and disappointing, uh, you know, I work with a lot of multinationals and I work with some, some pretty interesting industry clients and, uh, you know, you can, uh, working with somebody a company like canon there's uh lots of players they're they're not always the same players i've i've been sponsored by canon and working for them longer than most of my bosses over there you know uh, <laughs> I, I find myself retraining bosses periodically but uh you know, I had somebody that showed up on one of the and and, and get, getting the the private phone numbers uh, of engineers. You know, like let's say a Japanese engineer or a big muckety muck at a big corporation. Uh, you know, sometimes you'll find that you're suddenly on a, a texting chain just so you can organize everybody to be at the same place at the same time. You know, uh, just have a gang text and everything. I had somebody that had access to that stuff and is immediately. I never heard anything about it till later was annoying the living shit out of people that I would, I would never, I I would be like, you know, bowed so far over at the waist that my forehead would be banging off the ground. Uh, and I wouldn't dream of just texting them with some chit chat or worse hitting them up for work. Uh, that, that was like the end of a relationship for me with somebody I found out was doing that. It was just so classless, you know? And, uh, and you know, reflected poorly on me, uh, but but shame on me, I didn't figure out that that person was uh, you know somebody that was a hundred percent trying to feather their own nest, you know, with uh, sure. all of my work and all of my contacts, and that you know, again, common sense. But a lot of people there, you know, the the, the more common uh, perspective is how can I get ahead? How can I turn this to my advantage? That everything is just something that you know the world revolves around you as an individual and you don't really think about anybody else or their issues you know or or their goals so 
It's uh, you, you, you got to um, establish rules for sure. For my assistant, uh, what she what she gets from me is a hundred percent transparency from from the tangible in intangible relationships. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, what am I getting out of this? Um, what's the communication that goes back to the art director? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are my expectations while I'm out shooting? I have my general marching order list of mm-hmm. what I need to get, mm-hmm. but then we have to create too. We have to look at that bigger world. And that's what she gets from me is, is a very broad, um, yeah, we're, we're going to work on the technical side of things and lighting and all that stuff, but there's such a broader community out there. The, you know, the business, the professional courtesy that comes with it. You know, um, as, as we're sort of trying, uh, figuring out how to triangulate this, um, it's it's the 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 topic of cross training popped into my head you know if you're a hundred yard dash person uh that's your specific niche but maybe you run some you know 200 relays or you do some long distance running um cross training allows you to get a, a different muscle group developed than your specialized muscle group and uh, it, it's valid. It makes you a better all-round athlete. Um, perhaps the smart way to do this, to just avoid the potential conflicts, you're a wedding photographer uh, and, and somebody approaches you and wants to be a wedding photographer, may, maybe take the person that wants to be uh, you know, a PR photographer instead. Maybe take the person who wants to do mm, documentary great storytelling advice. because there's a tremendous amount of documentary storytelling in the photojournalistic coverage at a wedding. No harder job on earth than being a wedding photographer because you have to be a skilled uh, portrait artist. You have to be sensitive <laughs> to emotional things. You have to be able to make pretty people look a lot prettier, you know, and, 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 uh, all of that stuff. So there's, there's stuff to be learned from assisting a wedding photographer. If you have no intention of becoming a wedding photographer, you know, or if you want to be a wedding photographer, maybe try to work with someone who is, uh, shooting, uh, some other kind of events or sports or reportage, you know, You'll learn a lot of the same. You'll you'll learn stuff that uh, will make you unique. You know, because if you just take every bit of knowledge that Chris has, and you're gonna be to some degree a clone of Chris, and why would you want a clone yep. when yep. you can have the real thing? You know, so that that might just be a smart way to do it. I mean, is if you want to learn something from somebody who is a a, a really good general practitioner. You know, go in and and say, look, I'm interested in this particular genre, but I would like to help you with any other ones because I just need to become a more rounded uh, individual and a more rounded artist. Uh, That makes a lot of sense to me. Now, I'm sure we discover some pitfalls in that, but uh, it seems like a way that you're not essentially training your replacement, not that you could, you know, (laughs) uh, work with somebody a few times and be as good as they are at what they do. No, no mm-hmm. way. But mm-hmm. but you certainly could be become a clone, and and less knowledgeable people could start to think, oh, you know, well, 
this one's just like Chris, just like Bruce. We'll just use them because <laughs> they're ten dollars an hour. You know. Yeah. Yep. And, and I, I, I'll volunteer this. Uh, while I love to um, mentor, and for me, it's always more about the personality and the work ethic than anything else. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll spend an inordinate amount of time and money mentoring people where there's no value for me other than the experience of watching them discover this art form, uh, for the first time. It's been a long time since I've had fresh eyes, but if you wanted to come in and hire me to teach you how to do exactly what I do, the price tag on that per hour is going to be nosebleed high because, why do I want to do that? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll way more often give it away than, than sell it. You know, I've certainly done some commercial mentoring where I, I, you know, teach somebody some stuff on a, on a, uh, a session by session basis, but that's because it all makes sense. You know, it, it just makes sense. And, yep. and again, it has to be somebody who is not going to embarrass me. Oh, I studied on a, I studied under Bruce, and then they're terrible. <laughs> no thanks. You know? Well, <clears throat> the self-serving part of it versus the pureness of it, where you're mentoring somebody uh, just for the gratification of seeing them grow. Um, grow. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. man. There is nothing more beautiful than that. I I love that. It's the best part. It, it's like child rearing without all the diapers and <laughs> and, and uh, arrest records and uh, un, un, unforeseen pregnancies. It's yeah. it, you know, it, it's got a lot of great stuff to it. No, I you know I'm a big champion of uh, mentoring and teaching and being helpful because it's just the right thing to do. You, you, you know, you just it's it's an investment in the karma bank. You know, and it's very important to have a some savings in the karma bank because you never know when you're going to need it. Hey, one one thing that I uh, keyed in on while you're talking about padding your own nest, you know, you're getting phone numbers and things like that. Yeah. Uh, just adding back to the wet, you know, like a second shooter at a wedding. Uh-huh. Um, this isn't your opportunity to give out your business cards. Oh yeah, no, I, incredibly tacky. Yeah. And uh, I, I, yeah, I've had clients come up to me and tell me that that was going on. You know, oh yeah, you know, yeah, on oh yeah, projects because yeah. they they aren't there to be hit up by some, you know, some wannabe. They're they're there yeah. to get the work and they want to get the work out of you and and they don't want to be, you know, they can find you. That that's the interesting thing. I, I'm I'm fortunate to be have been sponsored by a bunch of different great companies over the years, and uh, while I am. Probably if, if the worst definition of a social uh, media influencer because I mostly <laughs> don't care about building any followers. Um, it, it's it's all almost always a matter of them finding you rather than you. Uh-huh. I, I anytime I have something posted uh, for one of my sponsors, you know, it's a featured post or something. Invariably, in the comments, somebody go in there go, "Well, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. I would have done this." Me, 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 me. Uh-huh. And like, why don't you give me the job? Just give me the job. It's like, you know, a way to make yourself look like a complete asshole. You know, uh, <laughs> because uh, trying to tear somebody else down uh, to by inflating yourself by inflating yourself, yeah. but. It, the key to getting a positive attention is to do the work, do the work, 
You know, just yep. do the work. And hard work speaks for itself. Yeah, you got to get out there. You got to make things happen. If you can't make things happen, you can't make things happen for somebody else for a buck. You know, so uh, I, I I say if you get if you want to grow and you haven't got anything going on, you don't. You know, the proverbial what? There's nothing to shoot. Oh, no. there's something to shoot. It's there's in your head. You just have to, to dredge it up. You know, you have to identify some things because you're missing a serious component if you don't have that. You can train yourself to be a free associator. You can train yourself in uh, brain-triggering systemologies, you know, how to sort of prime the pump, jumpstart the car. That kind of knowledge is out there. And if you you're know what? not pursuing it, you're making a mistake. I bought a Campbell's chicken noodle soup can yes. uh, the other yes. week. No, wait, slow down. Start Just... talking in your porn voice. I want oh, to hear yeah, it because okay. you're talking about yeah, food. Yeah. Lower your voice <laughs> and describe it in great detail. <laughs> chicken noodle I soup, bought, yes. I bought this chicken noodle soup can just yes. to photograph it. Just to photograph it, Bruce. For nothing more. Just, you know, when you say that there's nothing to shoot, Chris go, buy an 80, yeah, go buy an 85 cent. I don't even know how much it was. Whatever. It's probably like a buck 85 now. It's all lies. Know. He didn't really buy a can of Lies, lies. He didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Always it, something to shoot. Yeah. There, it, it, yeah. So uh, let's see. We strayed for a moment, but do we have yeah. any summations on this thing? I, I would say, um, Create common sense where there is none, <laughs> you know. Um, if you're looking to glean knowledge from someone further down this career path, uh, very likely you can find someone that would would like to help you, but you have to treat it like, you know, like you're being fostered and hope to be adopted. You know, you really want to get in there and, and – Pay attention to seeing what the environment calls for. Uh, if you don't understand the parameters and the limitations and and, and the boundaries, ask. Create some. If Be you don't proactive. want it, if you don't want it done to you, don't do it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. if you if if you can imagine somebody stealing a client from you and how that would make you feel, don't yeah. do it to somebody else. I mean, if I went in to photograph a saddle maker, uh, I'm, I'm not going to walk out of there and hang my shingle out that I make saddles. You know, I may right. have seen his entire process. I, I may have come to the conclusion, oh, I kind of get it. That still, that still doesn't mean that you're anywhere near prepared. And uh, yeah, you can fool some. You can fool some people. Uh, you fuel fools all the people some of the time and some of the people whatever all the time yeah, the time. <laughs> yeah. You, you can remember a joke sometimes and other times you can't you know but anyway bruce it's about time to jump back in our bottle okay but i, I want to hang out. out with the olives man yeah? yeah yeah give us a parting thought before we hop back in the bottle mm. condiments you know they <laughs> go with everything we do we we do yeah. go with everything bruce and we'll touch everything too yeah oh yeah we add <laughs> we add a certain a certain spice to the otherwise bland <laughs> meal yeah guys if you're a second shooter if you're a if you're a mentee if you're in a learning learning role if you're a non-paying guest uh, you add a, add a 
you know, like this workshop with Bruce that I was down at, just recognize your role. You're not there to get clients. You're there to help. It's not a, it's not a self-serving event for you. So yep, with that, yep. we are the mega pickles, the underscore mega pickles on Instagram, the dash mega pickles on anchor. And we would love to hear from you. Leave us a message on Instagram, or even leave us a voicemail on the Mega Pickles on Anchor, and we'll definitely get back a hold of you. Thank you for uh, tuning in and uh, enjoying our little pickle rants. <laughs> pickle rants. I love that. <laughs> we should do a tour, the pickle rant tour. The pickle now that you, rant now tour. Now that you know how to design really cool posters and illustrator i think we should let's go on tour i want to see what oh, let's come up with let's not go that far bruce i opened illustrator for the first time that's on that's a different episode <laughs> all right brother i love you love you too brucey <laughs>